So welcome everybody to GRC Online Digital Care Group. So happy to have you here again. If you stayed throughout the service and you're here for Care Group, hey, we want to thank you so much for doing that because we really believe this, that church is not just about coming and hearing a word and leaving and not connecting. We really believe that church is, you know, involving ourselves in worship, involving ourselves to the whole church experience, which is hearing the word preached, receiving communion, and also going deeper together with one another in what we just heard and owning the word. So we really believe that God has something special for you. You stayed for care group. The Lord honors that. He has something special for you. He's speaking even right now. And uh, we believe through this conversation right here at GRC Online Digital Care Group that the Lord's going to touch you. And we want to thank everybody that's here for the first time as well. Thank you so much for joining us. If it's your first time, welcome to Digital Care Group. You're in for a treat. If you loved the daily experience and that's why you're here, would you just put something in the chat? Let us know, you know how much you really like that daily experience and uh, seeing all different comments in the chat as well about the daily experience and how they've enjoyed that. And if you are tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from, just let us know. Where, where are you tuning in from? We want to hear where are you at because GRC Online um, is across America and Canada and truly, we can transcend time and space. So would you let us know in the chat right now where you're tuning in from? We'd love to see all the representation that we have from all the precious people right here at GRC Online. Pastor Darren's with us. Pastor Darren, good to see you. Good to see you, Josh. Good to see everyone who's joining us. So please put it up in the chat. You know, we always enjoy hearing where you're tuning in from across America. And for you as well that's watching right now, just, just put it in the chat. And, you know, for every city and every state that's represented, we just want to speak God's favor, His blessing, His increase over wherever you're tuning in from today. I'm tuning in from Singapore today, actually in my office right now, and uh, excited to, to see all of you and really believe that, that God has something special for us today as we gather together. Right, Josh? Amen. Amen. And Lindsay, you're tuning in from upstairs, right? Yes, upstairs, which is also in DFW in Texas. People from Connecticut, North Carolina, Pittsburgh, yep. all across Texas. Anyone from California? Someone's from uh, Washington. Washington. Let's go. Washington, Idaho, Vermont. This is amazing. So good to see you guys. Amazing. Love it. Keep on throwing them in the chat. We love it. It's a special opportunity, right? That we get to together across the nation, around the world, to do care group like this together. That's, that's super special and so grateful for Pastor Prince's ministry that allows us to, to just reach and bring the gospel of grace far, far and wide and, and touch so many different precious lives, people going through, even before we started recording, right? So many different people going through different things. So if you're going through something in your life right now, like you are in the right place. This, this is the, the Kairos place for you because in the gathering of people of faith, like so many good things can break forth, right? Maybe prayers that you've been praying for that's been unanswered. Hey, we're here to stand in faith to, together with you. Amen, Lindsay? Amen. Yes, we're here praying with you and just looking forward to today's care group. It's going to be a special one. And don't forget this, guys. Don't forget this. Uh, the beautiful thing about this and how we can really use technology, I'm so thankful for it because we get to have, you know, care group in a way where it's on demand. You can, you can watch it and consume it and participate 
with us, with people right where you're at, right in your home, in that space that you're in right now. I could just picture you guys gathered together around. Maybe, maybe you have your own little worship thing going on, or you enjoy worship through our church experience, and then you have care group in your space, but you know, with us. It's just awesome. We get to do that. You can do that on demand and you go to gracerevonline.com slash care group and you can just pause at any time, have a conversation in the middle. Hey, what do you think about that? What do you think about what they just said? How do you see this or that? You know, I think it's just amazing that we can do that. Right, Lindsay? Yeah. And also, if you have found yourself here from that daily services and you're just looking for a little bit more, you're a little bit hungry to get connected, you should head on over to our digital lobby. It is such a beautiful space. You can get connected with more um, grace believers. You could pray for each other. You could share testimonies. It's just such an awesome place to go and just see where everyone's at. I love going into the lobby and seeing all of you pray for each other. It's just so beautiful. Also, speaking of prayer, we also have the digital prayer experience. So if you are going through something or if you know somebody that is going through something currently, we have specially recorded prayers from our GRC pastors and leaders, and they're for all different topics, relationships, anything that you can think of, it's on there. And the best thing is it's so easy to share. You just have to send whoever is going through something, just send them the link and they could just click on it and just through time and space, get some prayer. Amen. It's awesome. And we've heard a lot of testimonies that have come in where people have clicked on that particular thing and it was exactly what they needed to hear. And it's just because the Lord's always speaking. You know, I don't think it's a question of, is, is the Lord speaking? He's always speaking. And scripture says this, my sheep, they hear my voice. So if you're questioning right now, I'm not hearing God. You're hearing him more than you realize. And we really believe that the intensity of his voice, it gets stronger and stronger. And that gentle and quiet whisper, as we involve ourselves in the gathering of the church and the bride, you know, don't forsake the assembling together of the church, you know, all the more you see the day approaching because the intensity of the sound of grace, his voice, his love, his care for you, it gets stronger and stronger as two or three come together. He manifests himself in the midst in special ways. He likes to show off his love for us. And speaking of prayer, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about prayer. I don't know about you. Pastor Prince's ministry has completely revolutionized my heart, revolutionized Lindsay. I know Pastor Darren, our families are changed forever because of Pastor Prince's ministry. Whenever God does something, he uses a mighty man or woman of God to do it. You know, without him, we can't. But without us, you know what's so beautiful? He won't. He loves this. He wanted a family. And that's why we're all here, guys. And, you know, speaking of prayer, Pastor Prince's ministry has completely changed the way Lindsay and I look at prayer. I think that there's, there's different ways to look at prayer. Sometimes the way we look at prayer can be very burdensome. It can feel impossible. It can feel like I don't have what it takes to pray. Or you know what? I don't have time to pray. Or what's been presented to me when it comes to prayer, I, I, I just don't think I, I can do that. Well, I just want to encourage you with this thought. Jesus said this himself, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He doesn't put anything hard and heavy on you. So if you're feeling hard and heavy when it comes to prayer, Let's just do this. Let's take a moment to just take five and embrace grace, embrace his love for you. Let's sit around this clip from Pastor Prince, hear how the Lord has spoken to him about prayer. Now we're going to come back and have a conversation. I really believe the Lord's going to touch every part of who you are, and we're going to leave completely different from the way that we walked in. Amen. Let's check out this clip from Pastor Prince. Pastor, is there anything the Lord is telling us 
about Kairos, yes. I just want to drop one thing in your heart about Kairos, okay, about right time, right place this year. The thing that he wants us to do, and this is what he said to me very strongly. He says, my people need to learn to pray and get more into prayer. Now, the moment I say that, some of you are saying, oh, you know, it's very hard. I don't have the time and all that because you have this religious idea about prayer. Your idea of prayer is that one hour prayer or two hours prayer, like you hear some men of God, they kneel down there, they pray for one, two hours and three hours or whatever it is, and there's no way I can do that, Pastor Prince. No, I'm talking about communication with God. I want to say this, okay, listen carefully, especially for this church and those that are following this ministry. Do you know that you can even allow the knowledge of grace to stop you from praying? Because you'll say, it's by grace. Grace will happen. Grace, you know. No, no, no. Grace is the idea you cannot, but the Lord can. It is actually conscious weakness. You will always, your, your place of strength before God, your place of power before God is conscious weakness. Conscious weakness on one hand, and then dependence on God, on Christ. These are the twin, this is a power twin for victory in your life. So we see the first occurrence of right time, right place, Genesis 24, is this when the servant at the well, he prayed his prayer. Then he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me success this day. We learned that prayer is mentioned with kara. Prayer is conversation with God. Amen. So you don't just dream, oh, by grace I'll have success. Like, you know, by grace I'll have success. Did you pray? I said, did you pray? Oh, I'm going to talk to my son afterwards. You know, he did something just now. Did you pray? That God will give you wisdom, favour with Him, that your words will go deep. Did you pray? It's a small thing to pray. God is telling us, this is conscious weakness that I cannot convince Him. But you only you can. This is conscious weakness and dependence on God, dependence through Christ, that you will get through to Him. Amen? Oh yeah, I, 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 you got to make an important decision. You know, in fact, I, I was confronted with a number of uh, important decisions to make, you know, for, for, for someone else even. I got to ask God, God, give me wisdom. But if I think that I'm smart, oh yeah, you know, let's go at the pros and the cons and the pros and the cons. And all the pros and cons cannot put you at the right time at the right place. We've shared that before. Even stopping accidents. Smart people die. Professors die. Doctors die. Amen. In an accident, there's not even their fault. Other people's fault. Wrong time, wrong place. It's not their fault. I'm just telling you, church, we need to depend on the Lord. Amen. Amen. We need to depend on the Lord. Can I get a good amen from anyone who believes that? It's our opportunity. Prayer to depend on the Lord. I wonder, what, what is prayer? What, what are your feelings and thoughts on prayer right now after hearing that clip? Or what were they before you heard the clip? Or what are some of the things that you're kind of feeling a little bad about when it comes to prayer? Or you maybe not praying, praying enough or you know whatever it is that you might be thinking about. What, what are those things? What are the things that are troubling you? The Lord's going to clear some of that up today as we receive together. And you know, Lindsay, what do you feel like prayer is? I mean, what are your thoughts on it? So it was funny listening to Pastor Prince in that clip because when I was growing up, prayer to me was to read it from a book. 
you know, at church to read out the exact words of what the prayer should be or to repeat after the pastor, you know, repeat these exact words. And that's what prayer was. But the beautiful thing about this ministry is that now I know that prayer is just talking to God. It's having a conversation. It's communicating. It's relationship. It's not some big, scary thing that I have to get everything perfectly and say the right things. It's just talking, you know, it's just just a beautiful relationship and talking to someone that you love and someone that you know loves you so much. I love that statement, right? Uh, the pastor talked about how let, let's begin to take this time as we want to step into the year of Kairos. I think we all recognize that it is not possible by our own wisdom and intellect on, on being at the right place at the right time. So I think uh, in this short clip that we're hearing from pastor, he's really giving us a key towards experiencing more Kairos, more right place, right time moments throughout this, this year. So the key is to learn to pray. Maybe with you know some some people who are watching this right now, we've we've all been believers for for a certain time and have some experience with prayer. But but I like the posture that that pastor is uh, reminding us that let's go back to the basics and really learn to pray this year. Really learn again, right, Josh and Lindsay, how to pray, what prayer means. And I think that as we delve into that. Like we would see a lot of uh, supernatural leading by the power of the Holy Spirit that, that God will cause us to truly be at the right place, at the right time, with the right person, say the right words, hold back the wrong words, walk through the right doors of opportunity, stay away from the wrong doors of uh, destruction. So I, I just think that it, it is such an exciting time that when we again think about Kairos, right, Josh? That, that prayer plays a, a big part. And I just want to encourage everyone that's listening to this and, and watching this wherever you are. Let's just go back. Let's ask the Lord himself, like, how, how do I learn to pray this year? How do I grow in prayer this year? Yeah, so good. And that, and that is prayer, Pastor Darren. Even what you're saying is just asking the Lord, Lord, I, I don't really know. <laughs> I'm not too sure how to do this. I mean, the Lord loves that. It reminds me of, a conversation, which again, that's what Pastor Prince is kind of saying is prayer is a conversation. You know, why, why do we get to have conversation with the Lord? Because he put us in right relationship with him. So he set us free from the curse of the law so that we can be free to be ourselves in his presence. And that's, that's really comforting because I don't know about you. I think one of the greatest fears we have is when we are our real selves, will we still be deeply cared for? Well, you know what the answer is when it comes to the Lord? Yes. It might not be with the people that we put our trust in, you know, in our horizontal relationships. Maybe you've been hurt because you've opened up and you've been the real you. And the response you got was something very different than what you were hoping for. Can I encourage you that that's not the way it is with the Lord? Pastor Prince is saying, like, we get to depend on him through prayer. And as we do that, we just open up before him. It reminds me of Jesus saying, I had to go to this place, this well. I had to go through Samaria and I had to see this woman. And when he got there, he starts telling her all the different things about her. And he's revealing things about her. And they're not, they're not great things. But you know what's interesting? Like he didn't use it against her. He used it to show her, I know every detail of your life. So why don't you tell me? Why don't you speak to me about it? So I can reaffirm you with my love for you. When you feel like you need to pretend to belong, you don't have to. So I, I thought that was such a beautiful thing. Like 
in John 4, Jesus finally said, he said, go call your husband and then come back after he's revealing some things, right? And she says this, I have no husband. She said that, and, and Jesus said this in response. When she said, I have no husband, this is what Jesus said. You got to catch this. He said, that's nicely put that you have no husband. That's nicely put. You know what that means in the original language? That's beautiful that you said that to me. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for being open with me. Thank you for being transparent. I'm not using that to condemn you. I'm going to commend you for that. And then let me speak into it. And he says, you've had five husbands and the man you're living with now isn't even your husband. You spoke the truth there. Sure enough. Now, I want to encourage you. What was the result of that conversation? We could just look at that as a picture of maybe even our prayer life on this side of the cross, which we have a greater relationship than she was even able to enjoy. We have a greater one. We have the new covenant. What was the result? She dropped the bucket that she was drinking from. It's a picture of her drinking from one bad relationship after the next. And why did she drop that bucket? Because she started to drink from the well that would never run dry, Jesus himself. I want to encourage you like that is a beautiful thing that we get to enjoy. And, um, you know, something that just is personal to me that I'll share with you that helps me understand what Pastor Prince is talking about when it comes to prayer is like my son, Noah, he goes through things at school, right? How many have kids that go through things and maybe you know they're going through something at school, challenges of being bullied, whatever it might be. You know, the Lord takes it personal when you're bullied. He, he takes it personal when sickness tries to bully you, when, when people try to bully you and intimidate you and, and, and tell you you're not valuable, you're not special, or the loved ones that you trusted in, maybe you don't feel you know, special in their eyes. You know, the Lord takes that personal. But you know what? He doesn't want you to just take it personal. He wants you to bring that to him. And he wants you to bring those weaknesses to him. So I just like to think of it like this. Noah has had something recently where he's on the playground and some kids were kicking around his like lunchbox around the playground, right? And I live right down the street from the school, me and Lindsay. I can walk over there. And I can see what's going on in the playground. And it's not a matter of, does God know what's going on in my life? Does the Lord know? He knows everything. He's omniscient. He knows everything that's going on in your life. It's not a matter of that. If I saw that Noah was going through that and he came home and I knew what he was going through, but he never took the time to say, dad, these are the things that are happening to me. I, I really believe he would miss out on a moment of my embrace in the midst of his struggle. And, the, and he would miss out on some divine exchanges that could have taken place. And, and that right time, right place moment that starts with prayer, that starts with conversation where I'm trading my weaknesses for his strength. I'm trading my struggle for his love. And I think that Noah has the opportunity to say, dad, this is what's going on. This is what's bothering me. I get to look him in the face and say, buddy, I love you. Daddy loves you. And that's what the Lord wants to do for you. And I think that as we look at it that way, like Pastor Prince is saying, it's conversation, it's communication because we have a relationship, what happens? We get to leave that conversation with the Lord in step with his love for us. And we become sensitive to his presence and relaxed and effortlessly will be in the right time at the right place. So that's just some encouragement for, for some of you, maybe. Lindsay, you were sharing something as well, too. I remember with me the other, the other day about it, about prayer. So just listening to that clip and thinking back about, we have two little ones, our daughter's nine, our son is six. So for the past 10 or so years, it kind of feels like time is not my own. You know, my time is kind of based off of their needs and other things going on. And when they were younger, I would kind of outsource my prayer life to Josh. And I would say, okay, we prayed together in the morning. So we prayed. 
today. And I would just kind of leave it at that because I thought I don't, I don't have the time. I can't just sit down and pray because I have to do this and I have to do that and just let the busyness of life overwhelm me. But what I have learned is that prayer doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be sitting quietly for this ma- amount of time. And that's, that's when I'm going to be able to talk to the Lord clearly and the right way. And that's when he's going to listen to me is when he, when he has all of my attention. So now I just pray all day. You know, our minds are constantly going anyway. Why not change what is in our mindset of us talking to ourselves about our worries, our cares, anxiety, all these different things that are could be going on in our heads that are there anyway. Why not talk to the Lord about them? Why not just involve him in everything, whatever challenge you're going through, even silly things like which store should I go to today? Which road should I take? Just involve him in every step of your day. It makes the world of difference. And that's not to say like, that's just my season that I'm in right now. And that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be time that you set aside just you and the Lord and having that quiet time with him, but don't let the time that you feel like you don't have rob you of that prayer life. It can look like an all day thing, just you and the Lord talking all day long together. It's such a, such a beautiful place to be. And that's when you know his voice, that's when you know his heart for you. And that's how you can find yourself in the right place at the right time. And there's just one verse that I wanted to share. It's Psalm 34, one and two, and it's in the message translation. And it says, I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. I live and breathe God. If things aren't going well, hear this and be happy. You know, you're constantly praising him. You're constantly talking to him. I just thought it was just such a beautiful picture to hold on to. Amen. Amen. So good, Lindsay. Well, it's so great, like uh, just listening to the clip and hearing Pastor Prince, you know, make this very powerful distinction between conscious weakness and dependence on Christ. I think it's worth our time to to meditate on, on just that thought. Because so much in our culture, right, we spend time with our public persona or public self, you know, hiding our weaknesses, pretending that we have no weaknesses. You know, everyone on social media, right, we, we, we put our best pictures forward. We take multiple pictures and we, we try to have the, the best lighting, the best angle. And we spend so much time in our culture to, to hide from our weaknesses. Just like Pastor Josh was talking about just now, the woman at the well, like, you know, we spend a lot of time covering ourselves up. But in reality, I think when we talk about prayer, it's really when we're more bold and conscious of our weakness before the Lord, that we know that we have a loving, heavenly Father, that we can come before our Father in heaven, the Father of grace, to the throne room of grace to present our our needs, our, our worries, our, our fears, and our anxieties before Him, knowing that He hears our prayers, that we can bring our weaknesses to Him. That's a beautiful thought, right? So sometimes when we don't know how to pray, maybe we just be conscious, like Pastor is talking about, be conscious of our weakness and bring those weaknesses before the Lord. Do you have a fear today? Do you have a worry today? Turn those worries into prayers. Turn those fears into prayers. Turn the areas of every weakness and everything that you are struggling with into prayers. If you don't know what to pray, just bring all your weakness. Instead of hiding our weaknesses, 
we get to put it in His hands. And the Word of God tells us that when we put our weaknesses into His hands, what happens, right? The transforming power of God comes in. His strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. Would you say that with me in the chat? Just put it right now. Put, put it in the chat right now that His strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. So if you have a weakness today, as I do, we are primed for His favor and His grace to flow. And we can turn that into prayer. Can I have a good amen, Josh? Amen. So good. I, I love that, Pastor Darren. And, you know, it's been really blessing me personally to understand from pastor's ministry, first and foremost, how does the Lord view my weaknesses? I think, you know, that's completely changed the way I talk to him. So I think if, if you have the wrong idea or belief about how the Lord sees your weaknesses, it will rob you of bringing them to him. Because I think a lot of times people think, oh, I got to just be really weak or really poor in order for the Lord to move. Well, there's a lot of people who are, you know, financially poor. There's a lot of people who are physically weak. But, you know, if I could just with all reverence and, and, and honor, you know, for everybody that goes through the things that they go through, just say this, like just that alone is not what we're talking about. We're talking about understanding that you're poor and understanding that you're weak, but then bringing that to the Lord. And as we bring that to the Lord, it reminds me of that, that verse that says, you know, Isaiah 40, 31, and what pastor's talking about is those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And that word for, for wait on the Lord, it's not talking about waiting on chronological time to march forward. And I think it, that's exactly what we're talking about right now, you know, in this year of right time, right places. Are we going to prioritize chronological time? Or are we talking about opportune time? And I think that we all know that Pastor Prince is talking about the Kairos year of right time, right place. It's, it's opportune time. And that word for wait is not to wait like you're waiting in a waiting room at a doctor's office to be called on. That's not what that word means. That word actually is kava, and it means a twisting and an intertwining together. And that's what prayer looks like. There's a, there's a twisting together with us and the Lord. We're trading our weaknesses for his strength. We're, we're conscious of our weaknesses, but confident of how Christ views our weaknesses, like the five loaves and the two fish. Can we look at prayer like that? You know, maybe when the, maybe the Lord's saying like, hey, like, this is what I have for you. And you're going, how am I possibly going to do that? And you have five loaves and, and two fish in your hands, but you're looking at everything you don't have. The Lord never asks you to look at what you don't have. He says, what is that in your hand? What's, what's that in your hand? And he says, you know, I know it's weakness. I love it. Bring that to me and watch what I can do with it. So I feel like that's a picture for me of what we're talking about when it comes to prayer. And I feel like it's an amazing thing because in scripture, it talks about like open doors being attracted to a little bit of strength. In Revelation 3, there's a church, Philadelphia, and that church didn't have any rebuke, not, not one rebuke out of all the seven churches. And it's interesting. It says, I've set an open door before you. And I really believe a lot of time, right time, right place comes with an open door where your strength is redundant. You just walk through it. But it says, because you have a little bit of strength, I've set before you an open door. And so I think it's a journey of continuing to understand we got a little bit of strength and to talk to him about that. Just want to bring up a scripture real quick in James chapter four, verse six. And it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Can you say that with me? God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. So if you think about it, 
right? Prayer begins with a posture of humility, recognizing our weaknesses, recognizing our inadequacies, recognizing our insecurities, that when we're insecure and when we're inadequate, hey, grace flows. And we begin to pray because, you know, God doesn't want us to, to stop at just being conscious of our weakness. But Pastor Prince goes on to expound that it translates into then prayer, which is a picture of dependence on God, dependence on Christ. Like, yes, be conscious of our weaknesses, but don't dwell on it. Put it in his hands. Change it to dependence on the Lord. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is saying, I cannot, but you can. My, my financial situation is so difficult. I cannot pay all my debts, but Lord, you are my provider. You are my supply. You are my increase. I cannot take this sickness away from my own body, but because of the finished work, you can. I can believe that by your stripes, I'm healed and made whole in Jesus' name. Can I have a good amen? We're talking about it, right, Lindsay? What is it about Pastor Prince's ministry that has like changed our perspective about prayer? I think for me personally, used to think, we used to think about prayer in the context of how we need to pray you know, in, a, in a strong way. We need to pray in, you know, perfectly. We need to pray like we are in King James language. How many of you have been there before, right? If, if we use the thou's and the die, then God will hear us clearly and loud and clear, right? We think we have to pray perfect prayers. But I think one thing that's really impacted my life in, in listening to Pastor Prince and really understanding the Father's heart, really understanding the foundation of grace, really understanding that God is for us and not against us. Then when we pray today, we're not praying begging prayers. We're not praying like, like, like God, if, if you're willing, please do this and please do that. I, I want to encourage everyone today that when we begin to learn to pray again, pray from a foundation of grace. Pray from a revelation of the gospel of grace. Pray from the standpoint that because of the finished work, God's judgment, the, the curse that comes with sin is no longer against you. If God is for you, who can be against you? And when you pray that way, you pray conscious of the love of Christ. Conscious that even as you're bringing your weaknesses before Him, that your heavenly father is smiling on you. His arms are not folded and angry and his face is not stern, but see a, see a heavenly father that is smiling, that is so excited that you are bringing your prayer request to him, that you're bringing your, your, your pain and your hurt and your sorrow and your sickness and your infirmities and your weaknesses to Him. See, see a father that's just waiting to embrace you, to love on you, to, to shower his, his lavish supply of healing, of resources, of everything towards you. That, that's, that's prayer, just, just in, the, in the context and foundation of grace. So when you pray, I, I just want to encourage you all to pray with this consciousness of his love for you. Can we do that this week? Can I give you all some homework? That begin your prayer by saying this, Father God, I know that you love me. You love me so much that you sent your son to die on the cross for me. 
Then from that foundation, present your, your request to the Lord. Amen. I love that. It's, it's just such a powerful place to pray from and just to know how loved you are. And just that gratitude, like it says in Philippians 4, 6, you know, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And I feel like just going to the Lord in that place of thanksgiving and knowing how loved you are, it just brings fresh grace when you start with that gratitude and that firm foundation of how loved you are. It just changes the way that you pray and knowing that he hears you and knowing that he wants good for your life. It's not like a praying from a place of being scared or nervous, even if you're feeling that way in the natural, but knowing that you are just so loved and that he only wants good for you. It just changes the way that you see him and the way that you go to him. Amen. You know, I'm seeing too, when Pastor Darren, you were talking about this before about, you know, what has changed about your life when it comes to prayer? because of Pastor Prince's ministry. And I'm seeing some people had made some comments about that. Somebody says here, you know, we get to chat with him to pour out our hearts to him. We get to let him lead us and pour his love on us. Someone else says here is a prayer for me is a constant running conversation during the day, knowing he is right here with me always. Somebody else says prayer has definitely changed for me since I started following Pastor Joseph Prince years ago. Now it is a constant conversation with my Savior. Sometimes it is just sharing my feelings with Daddy God and listening for his instruction, comfort, and affirmation. I love it, practicing his presence. And so this is so special, everybody. You know, I, I think that it, it's deserving, that this moment is deserving for us to kind of just stop and pause and reflect, even right now, and, and just kind of stop for a moment and, and, and just let's appreciate and thank God that we're in right relationship with him because of what he's done for us through sending his son at the cross, his precious, his beloved son. And then let that sink deep a little bit and, and, and let's appreciate how the Lord's raised up our senior pastor, Pastor Prince, to be able to expound on the loveliness of Jesus and what he's accomplished at the cross. And then you tell me how you're going to start to pray from there. It's going to change everything. And I think sometimes we're just if we just take a break and pause and reflect and we can understand what this really means for us to be in right relationship with the Lord because of the finished work, it, it's going to change, I think, even in this moment right now, as you just pour out all your weaknesses to him. And we'd like to do that together also as we gather here, right, Pastor Darren, to be able to, to pray for people. Excellent. And before we go on to this, uh, this is time of ministry and praying together. just want to talk about this scripture real quick in Romans chapter 8. Verse 26, I just feel like someone's asking, you know, you're watching this right now and you're just saying like, but I don't know how to pray, right? Pastor Prince is, is not with me right now. Pastor Josh is not here and, you know, Lindsay's not there. And like, how, how do I pray? And, and this is beautiful scripture that as I was preparing for today's care group that I believe is for, for someone. It says, likewise, in Romans chapter 8, likewise, the, the spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. Isn't that what we've been talking about? That the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groans which cannot be uttered. I think it's just, just such a beautiful picture to recognize like there is a comforter and a helper. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Because of the finished work of Jesus, we've been washed 
so righteously that the Holy Spirit can dwell in us. And when we don't know how to pray or what to pray, we can lean on the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that even in the midst of our weaknesses, sometimes I know there's this great message that that pastor had talked about before where he just said this, that even a groan can reach the throne. Maybe sometimes when someone's watching this right now, you're in so much pain. Maybe even right now you're, you're lying in a hospital bed listening to this digital care group and you're in so much pain and you don't have many words or you've run out of words or your mouth is just parched and dry or your strength has diminished and you don't know how to pray. Can I encourage you today, whoever you are, that the Lord is saying that, hey, the Spirit is there to comfort you. The Holy Spirit is with you and in the midst of your weakness, the Spirit is praying with you, helping you pray, even when you don't know how to pray. There is grace and, and there is supply. Can I have a good amen? Amen. And in addition to that, we have something that's so powerful that when we run out of words to pray, we can pray alongside the Holy Spirit in the heavenly prayer language. So I don't, don't want to end you know, digital character today without talking about this great gift that we have, right? To be able to pray in the Spirit, to speak in tongues, that's really a powerful new covenant prayer because everyone under the old covenant didn't have this gift, didn't have this opportunity to pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. So one of the things that I've learned, having been part of New Creation Church and pastor's ministry now for close to 25, 26 years, I think one of the things I've learned is to just prioritize time to pray in the Spirit. You can wake up in the morning and just begin to pray in the Spirit when you're driving on the road, when you're cooking, when you're worried about something instead of like committing yourself to more worry. Just pray in the Spirit. And I love it when Paul described it so, so beautifully that it's not a competition in praying your understanding. He says this, that I'll pray in the Spirit in an unknown tongue and I'll also pray in understanding. So in my own practice in my own you know daily life what i try to do is like hey i'll bring a request to the lord about this situation in the ministry this situation in my family i'll pray in english in a known tongue and then from there as i as i think about that i just begin to pray in the spirit and then as i pray in the spirit sometimes scripture will just bubble up in my spirit and and sometimes it can just be a scripture like this like hey you know darren you don't have to be anxious about this situation I'm with you, I'm for you, this is in my hands, my supply is towards you. Or I pray about my children. The Hollerhands have young, young kids. My, my boys are 16 and 14 this year. So I have two teenagers and, and it's an exciting season. If you had teenagers in your life before, you know, I have many weaknesses <laughs> and I need a lot of prayer. And, and teenagers, such an interesting phase. And, and there's so many things that I can be worried about. Right? There's an endless amount of things to be worried about for your teenagers. Who they hang with, what they see online, what they see on social media, you know, all kinds of things you know, can, can occur in a teenager's life that is so formative. But I was just discussing with my wife, Phyllis, let's just take all this and, and, and our teenagers, let's, let's, let's pray for them, you know, let's put them in the Lord's hands. When we run out of words and we don't know what to pray for them, let's just cover them and pray in the Spirit. So before we just wrap up today, you know, whatever your care is, whatever you're troubled by, whatever you've run out of words to pray for, 
Can we just come together and just like pray the Spirit together? Amen. And pray and pray. And, and somehow I just know the right scripture will come to you. The right sermon will be like, oh yeah, I remember this sermon that I heard Pastor Prince preach before. And, and, and you know, the Lord will lead you to, to go listen to that sermon again. To go read that scripture again. To call someone, right? To reach out to someone. Maybe you're praying and sometimes it's for yourself. But other times you, the Lord will just put compassion in your heart and love in your heart for a loved one or a friend that you haven't seen in a long time. The, the Bible says, pursue love. And, and, and when you pursue love, the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit will flow effortless. And God can use you to cause you to bring forth a word of encouragement and inspiration to your children, to your adult children, to your loved ones, to your co-workers, to a family member that may be going through something right now. And God is going to use you to bring a word of grace to them into that situation. Amen, Josh? Amen. Amen. So good. So good. I received that for myself personally. I pray, I pray all of us receive that. And um, let's, take, let's take some time to do what we're talking about in a very imperfect way and rejoice that it's, it's imperfect. The Lord loves that. So, you know, with everybody that's here right now, you know, with us and all of you that are joining us, we'd love for you to just, if you feel comfortable, just, just throw something in the chat that, that we can partner together with you and pray. And we're going to take a moment also to just pray in the spirit. And then maybe Lindsay will kick off. I'll follow and Pastor Darren will we'll pray and, and we're going to minister together as a family. And this is this is what it means to be the family of God, GRC Online, Digital Care Group. We get to do this. So if you want, I would encourage you, uh, put something in the chat. It's a beautiful thing that we get to do this together. I saw somebody was you know just saying that they're fearful. They're fearful about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's That's real. We understand that. Let's bring that to the Lord. Let's bring that to Him together. You know, it says this uh, with, with what Pastor Darren was saying in Jude. It says, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God. And, and that's what we're doing. We're praying in the Holy Spirit. We're building ourselves up in the most holy faith from the most holy place, which is where the Holy Spirit dwells in our spirit. And, and what does that do? It keeps us in step with his love for us. So let's do that. Let's take some moments. We're going to pray in the spirit. And Lindsay, I'd love for you to, you know, kick off and just pray, you know, whether it's things in the chat that you're seeing right now or whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Father, I just thank you for every person that is here at this care group right now, whether it is right now that we are all here together or if it is somewhere in the future. We thank you for every person that is on in this care group that is currently experiencing some kind of physical pain, that they are in need of healing that Lord, you see each one, you see what they are going through, you see the pain that they have been experiencing. And we know that these things are not from you, Lord. We know that you already paid the price for them to be perfectly whole and perfectly healthy. So we claim that healing, that health, that strength, that life that can only be found in you. We know that perfect health and perfect life come from you, Lord. 
So we claim that for everybody that is experiencing any kind of lying diagnosis, any lying symptoms that may be plaguing their body, we thank you that they are healed and they are whole and that they are walking in that truth. We thank you for strength springing forth for every person. We thank you for skin conditions. We thank you for um, joints that may not be working properly. We thank you that cancer is leaving bodies. We thank you that um, dementia, that mind games, that anxiety, any kind of mental issues that may be going on. We thank you that you paid the price for them. And we thank you for just thoughts coming into captivity, that they have clear minds and they have hearts that are filled with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We continue to just pray in the spirit. I'm just going to read out some of the prayer requests that I can chat. Someone is asking for, for prayer, for healing, for, for that cancellation, for their skin conditions to be healed, for several health issues in their bodies, for finances in their family, for physical health and, and for torments from the enemy to stop. Someone's asking for prayer for, for wisdom, for deeper revelation of his love. Pray for healing in family relationships. As I read out these different prayer requests, just, you know, let's just be in an environment and atmosphere of just, you know, Pastor Josh and Lindsay, just continue to pray in, in the spirit. Healing, someone's asking for, for healing from anxiety for their daughter and for themselves. Someone's desiring prayer for their grown children. Understand completely, sometimes it's, it's hard to, to see them go through so much adversity and it seems like we are helpless, but the truth is we are not helpless. We have a weapon called prayer and we have a Heavenly Father that hears our prayer and He has the resource and the, the, the strength and the power to do things that we can't in our own strength. Someone's praying for, for Kairos right happenings, prayer for their daughter-in-law, for their father, for their husband, for healing, praying for their young daughter. Just so many prayer requests for for depression and, and anxiety to go away. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. Whatever is the, the root cause of, of that anxiety, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name right now, let your perfect love come into this person's situation. In Jesus' name, we see your perfect love permeate into this person's mind, soul, and body. That Because when your love is there, anxiety cannot take residence. Anxiety cannot land on this person's mind and soul and heart because when your presence and power and love is there all fear needs to be cast away when perfect love comes fear cannot coexist in that same space your word proclaims that perfect love will cast away every fear so i thank you lord for for everyone that's dealing with a oppressed mind right now in jesus name we speak against the the enemy that is bringing about this oppression. To lose this person right now in Jesus' name, we proclaim and speak the blood of Jesus Christ. We say depression, chronic depression, in Jesus' name, you have to leave right now. We take authority in Jesus' name. We come together as a community of faith in GRC Online. This digital care group will transcend time and space. There's someone that's listening to this right now that's just been dealing with depression and anxiety for a long time. For many years, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Your power flows and destroys this burden and this yoke to set this person free right now from depression, from suicidal thoughts, in Jesus' name right now. From every negative voice from the enemy, we thank you. It is replaced right now with your promises, with your word. 
with your life that will flow in them right now in Jesus' name. And that he and she whom the sun sets free is free indeed in Jesus' name. And we see this person walking with wholeness, not just set free from depression, but filled with a spirit of joy that even their close ones and loved ones will encounter them and see their countenance and there shall be great glory upon their face. There shall be great joy in their hearts. They shall be contagious. Instead of being a carrier of depression, from now on, from this day forth, we agree that this person will be a carrier of supernatural joy in Jesus' name. Contagious supernatural joy. Be a carrier of joy, be a carrier of shalom in Jesus' name. And in this person that's being set free, I just thank you, Lord, that you will use this precious person to set many more free from depression, fear, anxiety, suicidal thoughts in Jesus' name. Use this person, Lord, to be a testimony and pillar in your house of God in Jesus' name. All of us people say, Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for everybody that I even see right now praying and coming together. And continue to do that, guys. Continue to pray in the Spirit. I see all of you praying in the Spirit and lifting up your hands. And it says in Scripture, lifting up holy hands. We have uncommon hands that we get to lift up and say, Daddy, pick us up. We need help. And Lord, we're saying help. Help right now, Lord. We thank you that you are able to but not just able you are willing lord so we thank you so much that you're able and you're willing daddy and i thank that you would just drive those two words into someone's heart deeply right now by the power of the holy spirit that you're able but you're willing and you're willing to do it for them and not just the next person lord i just thank you right now that someone's taking your love personal uh, in ways that they haven't, Lord. They have seen your love in a broad way that you love everybody. And Lord, while that's true, you don't love everyone just the same. You love everyone uniquely. And I thank you that you have a unique love for this person right now who is questioning whether they're even lovable. The answer is yes, the Lord loves you. He sent his son for you. You were the joy that was set before him. That's why he endured the cross. So as we come together right now, as I see the different squares and the different people represented, lifting up their hands, praying in the spirit. Lord, I just thank you right now that there's financial breakthrough that's taking place right now. Lord, it says in scripture that Abraham was blessed and he was a blessing. I speak that, Lord, the inevitable result of the blessing and the style by which you do it is overflow. We can't keep it to ourselves. And I thank you for generous hearts right now. People that they're having their hearts opened up wide and enlarged, Lord, not just wisdom, but an enlargement of heart in Jesus name. Lord, I thank you that there's people here and they feel like they can put pieces together of the puzzle and they know exactly what they need to do, but they're having a hard time with how they look at certain people in their family because they know about certain things they're struggling with and they don't really know how to respond to it. They don't really know how to address it. Lord, I thank you that the answer is an enlargement of heart. And I just speak that over them right now, that they would not regard them in the flesh, but they would see them the way that you see them in Jesus name. And we just speak that right now, Lord. I thank you that you would cause all of us to see the way that you see. Lord, I ask that you would tune us in, Lord, that you would cause us, even as we're praying in the spirit, Lord, to be more sensitive to your leading, more sensitive to what you're saying, Lord, not to be so conscious of what the enemy's doing, but to be more conscious of what you're doing because the enemy's always reacting and playing catch up, Lord. You're the one that's proactively blessed 
blessing. You're the one that's proactively advancing your kingdom. And I thank you, you're doing it through people right now. There's wisdom right now being dispensed and success even in ministry, Lord. Newly launched businesses in Jesus' name, Lord, for the blessing of your kingdom, for the advancement of your gospel, Lord, for the proclamation of who Jesus is in, in a way that's accurate and what he's done. Lord, I thank you for um, all situations having to do with our children, the different struggles they're going through, all the conversations we've had. We thought we had the conversation that would end it. But Lord, I thank you that it's a continued conversation with you in this moment that's also going to provide breakthrough, Lord, that goes beyond the words that we try to use to solve the problem. So we just sit at your feet right now and we thank you, Lord, that you're doing amazing things. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Lord, I thank you for safety right now for people. Safety at schools in Jesus' name. Parents who are worried about their children at school, whether it's a safety issue, a security issue, they've been bullied, they've been picked on. The Lord is with them. They will be taught by the Lord and they will be taught by the Lord in a way that's accurate from him personally. Lord, also give them favor with all their classmates in Jesus' name. Give them favor with their teachers. I thank you that there's mutual unmerited favor being dispensed in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just give you glory and we give you praise and we thank you. We've already received this as we're talking to you about it. Before we call, you've already answered and we give you glory, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Isn't it amazing that we get to do this together? You know, I'm just looking at all the faces too. I mean, you guys came in looking really good, but you look you look a whole lot better even now. Isn't that a testament to his goodness when we gather together? And you know, I want to encourage everybody right now that you know you're tuned in, you've just participated with us for care group. This isn't the only one we have. You can go to gracerevonline.com slash care group and you can visit through all the different ones that we've prepared for you. The Lord's ministering. He's doing something special and he's doing something special in your life even as you just prioritize his presence and the gathering of his people through digital care group. I want to encourage you to continue to take advantage of it. They're on demand. Share it with a friend. If it's blessing you, share it with a friend. You're too blessed to keep it to yourself. You're blessed and you will be a blessing. And I just see people sharing this with their friends, with their family members, gathering around, you know, in their living rooms and whatever space you might have. And the Lord's going to be doing amazing things in your life. Pastor Darren, Lindsay, and I are just honored that we get to do this. We love each and every one of you. I want to encourage you, continue to come together for church, the whole church experience. If you can stay for Digital Care Group, that's amazing. I want to encourage you continue to just partake of every opportunity. Go in the lobby. The lobby is where we do life together. Just like a church lobby. Hey, how have things been going? How's the week been? Well, it hasn't been, hasn't been that great. Could you pray for me? Or you know what? Like that, that prayer that you prayed for me, like that thing we were talking about, the Lord's so faithful. He came through. There's praise reports there. There's a prayer wall. There's just, hey, I'm new here. I'm getting to know what this community is about. Take advantage of everything we have at GRC Online. And we can't wait to see you next time for Digital Care Group. We love you.